1: Callie Crossley, and this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. And now for the part of the show we call Lignep, that's Creole for something extra. It's the most wonderful food and wine time of the year, with new spins on the traditional chocolate filled Advent calendar and bubbles of burgundy, a French bubbly easier on the pocketbook. Plus, chic new restaurants, Zhang Nang and Xi Wei Cafe, are making a splash in Boston's Chinese food scene. Our food and wine contributors are sipping and savoring the best of the holiday season. Joining me in the studio, Jonathan Alsop, founder and executive director of the Boston Wine School and author of The Wine Lover's Devotional. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Callie. (laughs) Also with me, Amy Traverso, senior food editor at Yankee Magazine, co-host of the GBH series Weekends with Yankee, and author of the Apple Lovers Cookbook. Hi, Amy. Hey, Callie. So let's start with these advent calendars that are everywhere this year. Um, It started as a tradition in Germany in the 19th century, um, was just their thing. And then when the soldiers came home, the U.S. soldiers came home, uh, later came home from World War II, they brought that tradition with them and it became more popular in the U.S. If people are trying to imagine, it looks like a little calendar, but po- with pockets, and you put stuff in it. Yeah, and remember how when we were kids, we were content with a little picture behind the window? Just a
0: picture, like, oh, a candle! Oh, it's Santa! That was good enough. Yeah,
1: well, that's that's gone. So now, with everybody doing various iterations of it, Amy, you were just taken with uh, Stouffer's. Frozen food dinner advent calendar <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they can't even they don't they can't do twenty four entrees so it's called a comfort calendar because it only has seven but the Cre so I saw this and I was just gobsmacked. It you know it's seven um, of Stouffer's most popular dishes: the family size macaroni and cheese, family size lasagna with meat and sauce, <laughs> this chicken bacon ranch bowl <laughs> for how, Christmas. How big is how big
2: is this calendar?
0: <laughs> it's pretty big. It's a big box.
1: <laughs> All right, here's the radio show uplifting star talking about Stouffer's frozen food advent calendar.
0: So wow. you get this advent calendar, you open it up Monday, you open it up and it's lasagna. Then Tuesday it's mac and cheese. And all you gotta do is put these meals in the microwave. They're family size, depends how much, cause like family size sometimes for me is one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it depends how much your family eats, but like how fun is that? So you don't have to yeah. think about anything and each day you open up a little thing and you get a frozen dinner.
1: Well, the wine people are are not gonna be left behind. So uh, Maker Wine came up with an advent calendar with uh, cans of wine behind each day. And here they are talking about their canned wine advent calendar. Behind
0: each number is an artfully crafted, unique and delicious can of wine, ranging in style from sparkling whites to big bold reds that come from various vineyards and are made by heralded winemakers from California and Washington State. It's tough to wait until Christmas countdown is on to enjoy these wines. So you do you. It's your calendar, so it's your rules.
1: Well, Jonathan, what do you think about the canned wine advent calendar?
2: Oh, well, as she mentions, this really is a problem because a couple of years ago, somebody <laughs> gave me a wine advent calendar. Oh, really? But... But maybe I didn't because it was all gone by the 15th. I don't know. Maybe 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 I didn't maybe I didn't uh, understand the assignment um, uh, there. Uh, Well, needless to say, I love this idea. Anything, you know, anything. I I, I like the uh, the can format. You know, I love that. I, I, I love any sort of new, you know, you know, box, bag, can. I love any of those new forms that wine is coming in today. So, I like um,
0: how open minded you are. About yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Gonna,
2: yeah. I mean, hey, whatever. Well, it's a real <laughs> sign, not to get like actually right. serious at all, um, but it's a real sign of change. Yeah. You know, people talk about wine changing, people talk about all of this, but when you see the form, the physical form actually change, then you know something is really going on.
1: I sure. tell you. All right, let's talk about Amy, the these new Chinese restaurants. Now we have a, you know, very well known Chinatown with great restaurants that, you know, folks have gone to for years. But these are some hot new spots. I've been to one and my God, it's good. It's so good. It's
0: so good. It's in the old teatro space on Tremont Street, so just kind of on the edge of Chinatown. Um, it's a New York uh, restaurant that's come to Boston, which is uh, great for us because it's very good. Um, steamed lotus roots stuffed with sticky rice um, and the duck there. Did you have the duck? No, because
1: I'm not a duck okay, person, so duck I person. had everything else, but my friends yes. have had it and they love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you like yeah. duck,
0: it is Excellent. Mm -hmm. So highly, highly recommended, especially, you know, you're going out to the theater, going to see a holiday show of some kind. Definitely have dinner there. And then Jiwei Cafe, um, which is in the latter district, also on the edge of Chinatown, um, is wonderful. And what they're best known for is the lanju beef noodle soup. Um, it's just a fantastic, like, rich broth, al dente noodles, just cooked perfectly, really meaty broth, perfect for winter. So definitely put that on your list for cozy, you know, winter food.
1: And the reason we bring it up, not only because, you know, it's a new thing happening in the food scene, but also lots of folks go to Chinese restaurants at the, at the holidays. Mm, yeah. My family used to do it Christmas Eve before we went to church. And then, you know, tons of people go on New Year's Eve or right. New Year's Day. Yeah. So um, I imagine they'll find some new customers during that time. Yes, you know?
0: yes. There's a, And there's a long history of Jews going on Christmas Eve yes. as well. Yeah. So lots of people like to eat Chinese yeah. on, new Year, mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve.
1: Now, on New Year's Eve, you know, we always want to pop the bubbly and um, that's Champagne that only comes from France officially, this can be quite pricey. Um, so you're recommending a lesser-known bubbly, French still, though, that you find fabulous.
2: And as much as 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 I and the rest of the planet love um, champagne, mm-hmm. I mean it starts at $50 a bottle and goes up to infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very precious, it it, it it's spectacular. Um, it can be a little emotionally needy, you know, uh, in that you really need to pay attention to it and flatter it and admire it. Um, and um, just like you can't call sparkling wine in the US or anywhere else in the world champagne, that applies to France as well. Mm-hmm. Other sparkling wines, there's no, you know, Alsace champagne, there's no Burgundy champagne. In the uh, French parlance, it's called Cremant. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, how the foam on the top of an espresso is called la crema, yeah. mm-hmm. right? The cream or the froth. Um, so it will be it will be called Cremant. And so this year, what I am really um, getting into and really recommending to people is Cremant de Bourgogne, Cremant of Burgundy. Um, it's going to be either Chardonnay, like Champagne, or it's going to be Pinot Noir like champagne, so exactly the same grapes as um, uh, fancy unattainable French champagne is made from at a fraction of the price. Um, Give us a clue. So well, we've said
1: $50 a bottle well, for champagne. Yes. Well, one of my
2: favorites is um, it's called JCB, and this stands for uh, Jean-Charles Boisset. Um He is Gina Gallo's husband. Um, and this guy himself is like an instant New Year's Eve party, 365 <laughs> days a year. Anyway, so uh, JCB, um, Cremant de Bourgogne, manufacturer's suggested retail price? Twenty.
1: Yeah, we're talking. I mean, we're talking
2: a, th- a third mm-hmm. of what you're going to spend on even delicious. a mainstream. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's, mm-hmm, it's um, A+. It's A+. There's the sparkling white, which is a sparkling Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a fantastic, fantastic sparkling rosé, which is a sparkling rosé of Pinot Noir.
1: Oh, mm, sounds so yummy. This is a French YouTuber and winemaker, Julian Miguel, talking about bubbles of Burgundy, which is what you were discussing.
2: I've actually hardly tasted anything like
1: it before, it's like a raspberry coulis with a bit of mint but and a bit of lemon juice as well, but extremely, extremely elegant with this beautiful balance, this dry acidity, the smooth velvety character,
2: absolutely phenomenal. Mm, doesn't want to
1: run out and get it yeah. right now? Makes,
2: makes me want to want want to to listen to this guy while I'm drinking wine. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. He's got the rhythm and the vibe. All right, Amy, I have to tell you, so many years of your bringing these holiday foods, best holiday foods, I have run right out and got them. And they're great uh, hostess gifts as yes. well. So you got your t- 10 best holiday foods from around New England. Um, and one of the points that you're making is that cardamom is the hot holiday spice.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it, anyone who has a Scandinavian background will be well familiar with cardamom in holiday baked goods. But I think in general, for most of us, it's very dominated by cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger, um, allspice maybe. Uh, cardamom is so good. I love to think of it, the flavor, as it's a bit like Fruit Loops. <laughs> okay. It's a bit like a more refined version. It's that kind of citrusy, but with a little spice underneath it. It's native to India. If you've had really good chai, you've tasted it. Um, and it's showing up around this time of year in a bunch of delicious things. Um, the Chai Karak at Yaffa Bath, uh, Bakery in Somerville, which if you haven't been there, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Um, their chai is extraordinary, and it's got a lot of cardamom in it. Delicious. And at Comfort Kitchen in Dorchester, they have a pistachio cardamom ice cream. Oh my god! So good. I'm so, so, so I'm, good. I'm
2: sorry. I have to go there right now. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> what I said. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. So I'm just happy to see it because, you know, and cardamom buns are are a classic Scandinavian dessert or breakfast treat. Um, and uh, I, I, just, I don't know. It makes me happy. And mm. I think New England or New England chefs are kind of exploring this Scandinavian idea that oh, we're, we're also northern. We
1: also have long winters and sort of incorporating some of those flavors. And I kind of like it. Mm. It kind of works. Well, one of the things that you're famous for saying around this time every year, Jonathan, is that I don't like these gadgets. Just buy the wine. Buy somebody a
2: bottle of wine. That's what that's what the wine lover in your life wants. I'm not, I'm not sure how to explain this.
1: So I want you to hit on two things. First of all, you did bend and say glasses. You you did you do you are promoting some glasses. Yes, I I mean
2: I think that um, I think that uh, wine glasses are a great gift. I mean, there's something you can bring over to someone's house for a party. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be like a doesn't have to be like a Christmas morning sort of opening gift. It can be like a little, uh, uh, you know, host hostess mm-hmm. um, gift as well. Um, the key, though, when you're giving the gift of wine glasses, is you don't necessarily know. You want them to be used. Mm-hmm. That's where um, that's where the real value, that's where the really good, that good gift-giving feeling comes from, is to see them being used. So you want a really good all-purpose wine glass. You can buy a giant mm-hmm. bulbous uh, thing that will hold half a bottle of wine. People will never. Ever use those? Those will will end up having like sachet or or something, you know, or or holly in them. But if you want to give really a gift of wine glass, you want a really solid, um, all purpose wine glass. And my favorite is from a company called Schott Zwiesel. Schott Zwiesel. And the name of this wine glass is Triton. And um, again, all-purpose red wine, white wine.
1: All right. So, if you watch The Bear, uh, which is a popular show, the there is an episode around the seven fishes, <laughs> which is uh, quite uh, quite memorable. Uh, but that's not what you're going for here, <laughs> right, Amy? not
2: its not It a trauma, little please? unavoidable though, on, on some level. <laughs>
1: It's pretty intense, but uh, oh. the feast of the seven fish is still really popular around these these parts.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. I love it's it's to me it feels like a Boston tradition when restaurants, either seafood restaurants or Italian restaurants, sometimes entirely different restaurants, will offer a a seven fishes menu around the holidays. Um, I've seen it this year at Row Thirty Four Bar Mezzana, Ristorante Lucia, um, and it, that's just one among many. But you know, the the idea is you're having seven. It, it's a Southern Italian tradition you're having seven seven different fish species over the course of the meal and it's uh, the number seven is significant in Catholicism mm-hmm. references the seven deadly sins but also the seven sacraments so um, and it's mm-hmm. it's just a really fun way to A, maybe eat a little bit lighter around the holidays, fish dishes tend to be a tiny bit lighter, but also you know to, uh, to Not, get a little... Not because you eat seven Well that's yeah. true, it's right. a lot yes. of food And I'm going to guess there's some sauce somewhere Yeah, there's some sp- sauce
1: <laughs> on these fishes I've been I've been to row 34 and I'm guessing there's some good sauce on <laughs> some of those fishes all right Jonathan here's your moment you have an uh, suggestion for a reasonably priced wine and then your point this year is go for it and spend some money for your serious gifting
2: you know <laughs> so so um first of all I have made um, a new friend okay at a wine shop called Blanchards in JP his mm. name is Cloris. We had a breakthrough the other day where he took me behind the counter where he, where he keeps things stashed, wow. right, that there's that not enough to put on the floor. So anyway, we had, a great, uh, we had a real breakthrough in our relationship the other day. You took it to the next level. <laughs> oh, completely. And um, so what he's got, and he's got, like, plenty of it, too, is um, a Malbec from Argentina. Fantastic Malbec. Everybody Love loves Malbec. Malbec. It's kind yeah. of the type O. Is type O the universal donor, universal uh, yeah, recipient? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's, a, it's like the type O of wine. Mm-hmm. Every red wine lover loves that. Um, this is a Magnum. Mm-hmm. So it's so a it's double huge. bottle. Mm-hmm. So it's two bottles in one bottle. So it's automatically wow. automatically impressive, automatically special. Um, so Colomé Autentico Malbec, $39. That is amazing. Whoa. For this double Bottle That's of Malbec, amazing. and uh, um, uh, it it tastes great. It, it 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 tastes great. It drinks great, um, and just the presentation is just is just beautiful. You put a bow on that. Um, and and, there you have and, it. and you're done.
1: And you can have – that's one of those uh, situations where you have a little sip around the dinner, the meal, and then you sit around and do that, you know, nodding and chatting, oh, and then yes. you come back oh. <laughs> have that second <laughs> glass. Perfect. <laughs> that's, that's,
2: that's perfect. That's, I love your timeline. Exactly. <laughs> <That's great>. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> this is the
0: cure for the Feast of the Seven fishes <laughs> family dinner, too. <laughs> Something like that.
2: Now, uh, on the flip side, yes. as you uh, yes. as you were talking about um, – you, you know, this is the time when people want to spend money mm-hmm. want to and sometimes want to spend big money on wine. Um, and for a lot of people, a $100 bottle of wine, um, they say to themselves, you know, except as a gift, mm-hmm. except as a once-a-year occasion, where does this fit in my life? Mm-hmm. Does it fit in my life? And the fact is, when you go out to dinner, say, on a Tuesday night and order a $15 glass of wine... You're spending $75. That, that's the equivalent. That's what that $15 bottle of wine, a glass of wine, is equivalent to as a bottle. So, so, in the middle of the week, not a special occasion, not nothing, you're almost spending $100 e, even as it is. So, even though $100 is plenty of money, it's a stretch for people, oh, yeah. I totally appreciate that. It is not quite the stretch that people think it is. Um, I live this super-privileged wine life in which I get to, to taste all kinds of unfathomably expensive wine. Uh, most of it, I'm like everybody else. I don't know why it's $200 a mm-hmm. bottle. I find I, I often am unimpressed. Um, I'm often left unimpressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that being said, um, there's a winery from Howell Mountain in Napa. The winery is called Moon Sigh. Um, Moon Like Moon, and then TSAI, these two family names, Moon Sai Hal Mountain. Um, their Cabernet Sauvignon, their 2019 Cabernet Sauvignon, that's $100 a bottle. And then they make also a wine, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon blend, mm. called Cor Leonis, like Corleone like heart, heart of the lion. Mm. So $100 for the Cabernet, $329 for the Leonis. and I'm telling you, um, it's good. It I, I neither neither one, <laughs> ne- neither one, neither one of you, nor much of my family has ever witnessed me speechless. Wow. Um, but I'm telling you, when I tasted these wines, I was just, um, I was just blown away. And when and when you think about the fact that the Cabernet at a hundred dollars, that's twenty dollars a glass mm-hmm. at home. And you're just absolutely taking it to um, the next level. Well,
1: somebody special will get that. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Now, Amy, um, you are um, asking us to take a look at the Koji Club, which is, yes, it's a uh, bar, but it's a vibe. It's a whole, you know, holiday lunch vibe um, and national attention.
0: Yes, for $99 a person, each guest gets a, a three-course prefix menu with caviar, wagyu beef, dessert, you know, delicious drinks. These I love these lunges because you're getting that really fancy holiday experience at a lower price point. Now, it's not cheap by any stretch, but... It is cheaper than you would pay at night, and you can go with your friends in the middle of a workday and do something really special. And, you know, things get a little more relaxed around the office this time of year for many people, not all. And you might have a little extra time to have a longer lunch hour. You know, another favorite is at Yvonne's, which is in the old lockover space. They are continuing, once again, the tradition of the Friday lockover lunches, where they bring out the classic, you know, baked Alaska, lobster Savannah, prime rib chop black truffle roast chicken from the lock days. And the, if you've never been there, I mean, they're decorated to the nines. And it's just so much fun to take that time and, and be special. So, you know, if it, they're both fabulous. One's a little younger and hipper. One's a little more traditional. Both are
1: great. I'm Callie Crossley, and you're listening to Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. My guests are Jonathan Alsop, founder and executive director of the Boston Wine School, and Amy Traverso, senior food editor at Yankee Magazine. We're discussing holiday trends in food and wine. All right, what are you, what's your special dish for the holidays?
0: Amy um I the one thing that has become really
1: popular are these
0: crispy caramelized sweet potatoes that I mm. developed for Yankee and it's on their website newengland.com. you kind of you slice the um, sweet potatoes really thinly uh, and you kind of uh, shingle them in a in a pan Mm -hmm. and you kind of cover them with you know brown sugar and they you get this really nice combination of kind of a soft creamy uh potato on the bottom but a crispy sweet potato Mm -hmm. on top and that's kind of hard to achieve with sweet potatoes because they have so much moisture in them and then there's a um, pumpkin chiffon pie Mm -hmm. it is my favorite way to do pumpkin pie has a walnut Graham cracker crust mm. and this just ultra creamy filling.
1: All right, uh, so when you're not sucking down the hundred dollar wine, what's what's your favorite <laughs> wine of this time?
2: Well, for the uh, holiday wine, <laughs> uh-huh. um, my favorite wine is, you know, naturally my wife's favorite wine. Of course, <laughs> okay, uh, Chateau de Pop. Okay, um, uh, a blended red uh, mm-hmm. from the south of France from the Cote Um the the tip top of the Cote Rhone and um, you know, starting at maybe $25 a bottle and going up to infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find some really, really nice ones in the $25, $30 range and um, uh, my kind of splurge.
1: I hear you. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining me. It's always a delight mm-hmm. to talk to you during the holiday season. At any time, actually. Thank any... you. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, guys. Thank you, Cal. Happy holidays. Jonathan Alsop is founder and executive director of the Boston Wine School and author of The Wine Lover's Devotional. And Amy Traverso is senior food editor at Yankee Magazine, co-host of the GBH series Weekends with Yankee and author of The Apple Lover's Cookbook. That's it for this week's edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. Listen to us online at GBH News or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook to stay up-to-date with our programming. Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of GBH, produced by Jesse Steinmetz and Ashley Sobroto, who is also our intern. Our engineer is Dave Goodman. Our theme music is Fish and Chips by We Are Two Saxies, Grace Kelly and Leo P. Listen again on Wednesday and see you here at 6 p.m. next Sunday for a new episode. I'm Callie Crossley. Thanks for listening.